Oh, hey, my loves. How are you? Hope you're really good. So welcome back to the Align and Elevate podcast. So it felt like high time to just record another episode. So it's been on my mind to record one for a couple of weeks now. And a couple of times I've sat down and then something's just always come up. So I'm like, okay, now's not the time. So it's Sunday, the 9th of July, 2023. And I've been in Glastonbury for the weekend on a retreat, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. And I actually recorded an episode um, a couple of days ago, like before the retreat, just like a bit of a catch up um, and like what I've been up to and like where life is now, because I haven't recorded an episode since October. Things got really messy for me. Um, When I say messy, I mean like challenging. Um, There's someone in my life that I just love dearly that's really suffering with their mental health. So there's been so much that it's brought up for me, but I explain all that in the in the episode that I recorded the other day, but I'm so excited and so buzzy about this. I'm probably going to put this out first. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wait, what? Like go back an episode once you've listened to this. So yeah, so much has happened. So much has happened. So yeah, I've been down in Glastonbury. I went to visit my grandma uh, a couple of days ago, who's moved to Cornwall, aged 94. I mean, what a girl. How amazing is that? <laughs> so that felt really nice just to see her. So I went down to see her and just spent a couple of hours with her. And it's my dad's mum. And just just remembering my dad and just like hearing what's on her mind and stuff. That felt, felt really nourishing. And then I had a night uh, away, away from my gorgeous hubby and my gorgeous baby boy um, in an Airbnb. And I had a breathwork session with a woman, a woman uh, with an absolutely incredible soul called Mercedes. And she's just been helping me trying to lift some of this heaviness that I've got around this person who I love dearly that I'm just not quite ready to talk about yet. Um, So that felt really good. And then on Friday, I had a day mooching around Glastonbury with my new friend Al that um, came on the retreat with me. We went up Glastonbury tour and we went to the Chaliceville Gardens and it was just really, really nourishing. So we got to the retreat and I kind of went there wanting to heal um, a relationship with myself or the relationship with myself and then the relationship with my mum and just just kind of explore really like some kind of like habits and ways that I've got and and I don't know just I guess kind of get more insight but there's definitely been a lot coming up around forgiveness and like self-forgiveness and and then like the mother wound if you like So this is the third time that I've been on this particular medicine retreat. And I'm just like, every time it just unlocks something within me. Um, This one was slightly different because it was led by um, one very special guy instead of two. There's usually two of them, but they split off to do a one night retreat each instead of a two night retreat together. And we were using mantra. We were using the mole mantra, which is around the root chakra. And the last two times that I've done... um, the medicine episode one this was the whole reason I started this podcast was because I had such a profound experience and like met my soul and got to another realm um that's why I started this podcast so it's episode one um and I think the other one was probably like the last episode I did which was October last year but they've both just been like really like loving experiences and this just hit totally different so the mantra just felt quite dark and quite intense and we had the ceremony and once the medicine started to kick in I just thought like, I just don't like this. This just feels heavy. This just feels hard. I felt I was, I was lying, we lie down um, in a yurt on our little camp beds and our sleeping bags with an eye mask on. So it's very much about like an inward healing journey and we all go there to heal. And I just thought, oh, the sleeping bag feels restrictive. I can't tell if I'm hot or cold. And I just felt like really unsettled and really uneasy. 
and I was getting like a lot of visuals and a lot of like just like patterns and like it just felt like wasn't really anything I could see it was just like this feeling of like intensity and heaviness um and then I could hear like other people like you know laughing and crying and that and the door opening and that all came into my awareness and that just kind of like added to the intensity of it then I had this really um really powerful memory of something that happened to me when I was about 14 something that happened for me and then that experience which I'd totally forgotten about it made me feel really unsafe and I was asleep and something happened which I don't really want to talk about yet because I'm still like processing it all you know I'm sure in time I will Uh, because I'm literally the day after the retreat so this is all still fresh in my mind and I'm still, this is kind of like part of my processing journey, really, just like talking about it. And so this thing made me feel really unsafe when I was about 14. And I guess pretty much the whole of my adult life, so I'm 40 next month, I've been trying to make myself safe. And I've been doing this through control. I've been trying to control people, not, you know, not in like a narcissistic way or anything, but it's like, right, I need like certain people to do certain things. Otherwise, you know, we might not be safe. So an example of that growing up, um, my dad was always out at work and my mum raised us, but money was quite tight in our household. So my dad was always like on at my mum a little bit to get a job, even though, you know, my mum was really busy, like raising four kids in a house. So there was this kind of like, shit, we need to get more money. So like, mom, why don't you get a job? And like, here's a job that you could like get and that kind of control so not like you know you must do this you must wear this you must be this it was it was things like that um binge eating as well that's something you know I had an eating disorder from the age of probably 16 so any kind of times of stress or fear that brought up this this eating disorder I was actually diagnosed with bulimia when I was 17 and went through CBT for it but I think it's something that doesn't really ever truly go away once you've got an eating disorder. I don't know, you know, I'd be happy to be told otherwise, but I think there's always traces of that, whether that's not, you know, still having a full eating disorder. But I do notice that in certain times of stress that I can, I can eat quite compulsively. And that felt like, that felt like something I did to just keep me safe. So instead of like facing whatever was coming up, it's like, Quite often, I you know, or I'd like exercise to excess as well. You know, I I do my boxing and my Muay Thai, my warrior training, as I like to call it. But equally, sometimes I do exercise like excessively, like against what my body wants. Sometimes I'm like, I just need to like lie down and have a nap, or I just need to like treat myself more lovingly. But I can be quite rigorous in terms of like my exercise schedule, which isn't always you know from a positive place. So so that was like such a breakthrough for me, and the fact that it just came through and it was like, this is, this is, this is what, what's going on. And it's because you would, you didn't feel safe in a time that you should have been safe. So I've been looking for safety my whole life and it's like, fuck, you know, and, and that's like when I, like this morning, I've literally written like 20 pages in my journal and I've just been looking back on like all areas of my life and just like where I feel like I'm trying to control or where like I'm a little bit erratic in my behavior, things like timekeeping, if I feel like I'm going to be late for something or if someone's like holding me back and we're going to be late, like I get really stressy about it and it's like, oh my God, we're going to be late. Come on. And I'll get like really pissed off. <laughs> Not all the time, but a lot of the time. And I'm like, well, maybe that's, maybe that's because I don't feel safe. Maybe there was a time where, 
where I was late and I got really told off or something. And then this whole like situation, we'll call it when I was 14 around not being safe. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like I'm not safe if I'm going to be late and maybe it's not going to be told off or something's going to be, or something's going to happen or it's going to like upset this equilibrium of like safety that I've created. So that was really fascinating. Um, I was thinking about like past boyfriends as well. Like I've always kind of looked for safety. I've always, um, always kind of been drawn to like alpha males that can take care of me but equally like I've always been all about protecting myself as well so you know the 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 Muay Thai that I do the boxing that I do the being strong this like really channeling this warrior energy that's all a form of safety when I reflect on it although I feel like that's like part of like my lineage or my personality where I'm just like giving that an outlet because I think that's really important um but yeah, it just feels like really big and like such a such a big thing for me, like such a massive, massive realization. I've been um I've been really bloated as well, like in my stomach for months and months and months. And I've done all these like food sensitivity tests. I've tried all these like elimination diets, like all of these different methods. You know, I've I've seen a homeopath. But my stomach feels so flat today. And I just think like, yeah, maybe that was a trauma response. Maybe it was like like stored trauma. And it's just because I've released it now. So that felt really massive. And then I just cried and cried and cried. And I just felt myself release so much like sorrow and like forgiveness for myself and and this mother wound as well, like around my mum, bless her, you know, like I've tried to, like I said, I've tried to like control her throughout my life, you know, like, oh, why don't you get a job? And I probably wasn't there for that much, like when my dad died as well. My mum was absolutely unbelievable when my dad died, like a whole like taking care of him, like his final years. And she just really put herself to one side and just did like absolutely everything for him. And then when he died, you know, like the dust settled, we all just kind of like got on with our life. And I probably wasn't there for as much as I should have been. Um, and I've carried like a lot of guilt around that. You know, we all do what's right for us at the time, don't we? And my mom obviously wants me to get on with my life, but I feel like I could have been there for her more. But, you know, we're all on our own journeys and we're all on our own paths. So I had like stuff that I was holding on to. And just when I reflect back on my life, you know, I was a shit daughter sometimes, you know, especially in my teenage years. I mean, weren't we all? <laughs> I mean, I bet she was. I bet, I bet you were. <laughs> like, we're all just finding out, you know, boundaries and we're ex- like experimenting and exploring and adventuring, aren't we? And it's just part of growing up. So it's kind of like, I've been holding on to some stuff there. And all the times that I've been really like just controlling with myself. Like I just mentioned, like having an eating disorder and all the times I've just been like so horrible to myself and been like, you know, said said yes when really I wanted to say no. You know, that happened a lot in my business, especially with my first business. You know, I just said yes to so much stuff that I just didn't want to do. And I just said yes to so many people that I should have said no to. And just found myself like embroiled in these like situations and these scenarios and in these places that just really went against what my soul wanted. I now know that it's all part of the journey and, you know, you've got to know what you don't want in order to know what you do want. But all those times that, you know, I went to like events, for instance, that I just didn't want to go to and all the times that just did things I just didn't want to do that just, I was like, this just feels so wrong. But I did it to to people please and to keep the peace and to keep the safety um 
so all this stuff came up for me and I just had like such a massive outpouring of like sorrow and forgiveness and like just shifting, just shifting so much stuff around my mom and shifting so much stuff around myself and, and just like, it was just like healing. It just felt so beautiful. And I just felt like I was so sorry. And just all these tears of sorrow just kept coming for like, all the times I was like a bitch to my mom and a bitch to myself, <laughs> you know, and if you ask my mom if I was a bitch to her, maybe I wasn't, you know, her perspective, perceptive, perceptive, perspective could have been, or perception, you know, a bit of a hybrid of the both there, was probably totally different, you know, she understands I'm an adult with my own life and, you know, my own things to do. So, you know, her understanding could have been totally different, but we all process things and interpret things differently and hold on to them differently. So, yeah, I just feel really... um just feel really grateful today. I'm really glad. And I feel like even though the the journey was really challenging, I feel like I did face it with like my warrior courage. And I went into it with such an open heart and like I was ready for the darkness. Like I've been on a real healing journey that's really like kicked up a gear, probably in preparation for the ceremony. I had a really good um, inner child healing session the other day with my friend Lala that I got on for an episode recently, recently, <laughs> not recently, uh, in the last round of podcasts I did around sacred sex. So I had a really good healing session with her and I just cried again for about an hour and so much came up for me that just helped me process. And I just feel like now is the time that I'm really just trying to like cut away my darkness and just get through my darkness and really be my warrior and just heal what needs to be healed. So I can really like increase my capacity for like love and light, I guess. I guess that's what it is. You know, the more that I can heal my own shit, the more I can help other people. And the the brighter I can become of this version of me, like again, the more people I can help. And it just feels so, like it feels like such big, powerful, sacred work. And it, it feels like an honor that, I've had the people facilitate me to help me do this work. So the guy who facilitates the retreat, I'm not going to name him because I don't know if he wants naming, but just the love and the care and the space and the attention and the wisdom and the holding and the seeing that he did for us, for me and for our group this weekend and his amazing helper as well. Like it's just mind blowing, like his capacity to just, show up so effortlessly with like so much love and care. It makes me feel really emotional talking about it. <laughs> like I'm going to cry. You know, just his commitment to like heal so many people like me and just to hold this space and all the work that he's done on himself and all the dedication to his own healing and dedication to like study and work and just like all the fucking massive, massive work that he's done, even little things, which I, I, I shared with him in the sharing circle that you do after the ceremony, just how impressed I was with all the chants that he knows, you know, it's like all of these incredible chants and his energy is just like unfaltering. And, and it's just so humbling to be in the presence of just another human that's just so selfless and just so dedicated to the healing of 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 others and themselves and the planet and the collective and just raising the consciousness of the collective like it's like it's such a privilege to be around someone like that and just to be in their energy and to have them hold you 
in like such a safe and trusting space while you really go there to like the darkest parts of like your you know your darkest wounds and like what your soul's holding on to it was just fucking mind-blowing and I just feel like so much love towards him and and to the other people that that were on the journey and that were doing the big work and the ones that have gone before and the ones that I'm sure will go go ahead of me it's it's just amazing so I'm just like outpouring all this love and then I had a call with one of my coaching clients this morning and just the progress she's making. And like, I've really, um, I've really stepped it up a gear in terms of the clients that I'm now supporting because I've done so much work on myself. Um, like since I was last on and last doing this podcast last October, it's like so much has changed for me personally, professionally, and like just, just my capacity now to go there with clients and to hold the space and to, to help them, like discover the parts about them and to offer like guidance and mentorship if it's needed and if it's wanted and if it's appropriate, like it just feels massive. So I'm working with clients who are a lot more conscious now, which that feels like a gift and a blessing. And it's like, we're all really growing and leveling up together. So yeah, it just feels big. It just feels big. It just feels like I'm really, I feel like I've really cleared an awful lot of space this morning uh, this morning <laughs> yeah it does actually because I'm sharing this and that feels spacious to me but on this retreat I feel like I've just cleared a lot of space and cleared a lot of suffering and cleared a lot of stuff which is helping me which has helped clear the space clear the, clear the space yeah clear the space clear the way for more for more love and for more possibility and for more of what I want to do and more excitement and more alignment instead of just being like so full of like density and just shit I don't want to do. I'm learning a lot about human design at the moment. So I love learning, as you guys know, I'm sure you know, I'm just about to finish my mindset coaching certification. I'm just doing my final assignments with that. And I've just signed up with my new bestie, Shari Thompson, to do her human design certification. Oh my God. I'm just learning so much about myself. I'm a one, three generator. Um, which I talk about a little bit in the episode that I recorded the other day from Glastonbury. <laughs> um, but yeah, as a generator, it's like my purpose in life is just to feel lit up and to move away from the shoulds and and move towards this, like the soul fuck yeses. So, so that's what I'm doing. And I feel like I've got so much more space within me now to just to just be more lit up and to to move towards those soul fuck yeses. I mean, yeah, we've got to do the shoulds. We've got to do the work. You know, we have to make money and we have to like, you know, we've got the obligations, some of us around, I don't know, like, you know, you might have elderly parents when really you just want to be out going on retreats and traveling the world, but you should be looking after your parents. You know, we have the shoulds, but for me, it's about doing the doing the things that I want to do instead of the should do. So earlier I mentioned like the excessive exercise and the training regardless of how I feel because I felt like I should do because I want to keep my fitness up. I want to keep my strength up. I want to get better. But actually now it's like, right, I'm just going to go to yoga. There's certain times of the month for me, certain parts of my cycle where it's like, well, for all women, you know, our cycle is like we have we have those weeks where we just, you know, our kind of internal winters where we go inwards and we, you know, it feels like the right thing to do. Not, you know, speaking very generally here for you, it might not be the case, but for me, you know, there are times of the month where, you know, I should just be, as I should, <laughs> I should be resting and I want to be resting. So it's about kind of being aware of those shoulds, like when they come up 
So hopefully that lands with you. And if you feel like, oh God, yeah, I feel like I should do that and I don't want to, don't do it. Give yourself permission not to do it. You know, if we remember the meaning of life, it's to be in joy, isn't it? It's about following our highest excitement as this, this amazing human told me this weekend. You know, it is life. Life is about joy. It's about it's about following our highest excitement and it's just, it's doing what feels good for us, doing the work, doing the healing. Yeah, and just, just being as happy as we can in the process because, you know, life's a gift, isn't it? It really is. My grandma reminded me of that. You know, she's 95, 95 in August when I saw her the other day. And like my poor dad, you know, he was 62 when his life ended. And, and it's like, yeah, we do get to be vibrant and we do get to cut away some of the things that, that kind of threaten our vibrancy so if you take anything away from this podcast from my sharing my sharing straight from the heart I'd love you to think about what's what's feeling like a should for you at the moment and what's taken away like your vibrancy yeah and just ponder on it and just think about it and and if you feel the call let me know I'd love to hear from you you can get in touch with me on Instagram that's usually the best way at Victoria Nolzacks I'll link it in the show notes but yeah, I'll leave that with you. And yeah, and just if you feel the call to just explore and to to think about like what's underneath and what layers you're holding on to and why, you know, what what and why needs healing in you, you know. And if you ever want any help, you just let me know, my love. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time.